Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 261 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we're going to be focusing on forehand power, and specifically, how are the pros able to generate so much pace, so much speed off their forehand side over and over again, and both sides really. And the principles we're going to talk about today certainly apply to both the forehand and backhand side uh, and serve as well. Any, any motion in any sport, honestly, where there's a, a big delivery of energy, a big delivery of power, especially delivering it, delivering it into another object, really follows these same fundamentals, uh, these same principles. So today's question comes to us from Vinny, who wrote uh, to me recently and said, I have a question. It's about racket acceleration with the arm. The pros accelerate the racket so fast. My question is, do they accelerate the racket head speed with their arm? If they do, don't they get exhausted by accelerating the racket with their arm every time they hit a shot? And do I need to accelerate my racket with my arm? Thanks, Vinny. Well, Vinny, you certainly can accelerate your racket that way, but you are absolutely correct. You will get exhausted swinging that way, as, uh, as you put it. Uh, you absolutely will get tired out. And we're going to really dive into detail here, talk about why, talk about how you should be swinging your racket instead. And we're going to talk about three different reasons why, uh, why the pros are able to get so much power and how, how you can copy those three things. So top three reasons. Reason number one is they use the big parts of their body instead of the little parts of their body. And the arm is a small part of your body, relatively speaking. There's much bigger, much more powerful muscle groups in your body. And whenever possible, on virtually every shot in tennis, if you have the opportunity, you want to use the bigger parts of your body more than the smaller parts of your body. And this is just a telltale thing to look for when you try to analyze what level player somebody is or what level athlete anybody is in any sport. Look at what parts of their body dominate their technique. And if it's smaller parts of their body instead of bigger ones, then chances are they're not very well developed in terms of their technical proficiency. So on any, on any high-level forehand, the body or core, your torso, between your hips and your between your hips and your shoulders should initiate and lead the swing and it should be the biggest most driving force through the ball and it's more it's more complex than than just that we're going to get into more detail in just a minute but your core your body your torso should be the driving force not your arm if your arm initiates the swing and leads the swing and your arm is the driving force behind the swing, then yes, it's going to be a relatively weak shot and your arm will get tired. It will get overworked. It will become uh, taxed and your output will be less and less and less the more and more you use it because it's just relatively speaking a much weaker part of your body. And this reminds me of uh, one of our recent coaching experiences. One of our students uh, fl flew up here to Milwaukee to work with us from Texas. Uh, his name was Sibby. And 
his, his most kind of transformative experience while working with us was how much power he got on his forehand once he started using his body correctly. Sibby is actually a great athlete. He picked up on a lot of things very quickly, uh, but the, the most of most of which was his forehand side using his body correctly and started to, starting to lead with his body on his forehand instead of just using his arm. And the before and after was was really pretty stark. Uh, big transformation between before and after. Before his body stayed sideways, and he pretty much just hit the ball with his arm. And afterwards, as he as we led him through the coaching progressions, and he started swinging correctly, he just commented over and over again about how, mu- how much power he was hitting the ball with without trying very hard. And that's the most telltale sign that you're doing it correctly. So uh, reason number one why the pros get so much power is they use the correct parts of their body to dominate their swings. And those are the larger parts, the bigger, more powerful parts. Reason number two is they use their body parts in the correct order. And by far, the biggest pattern among our private coaching students that we've been working with this year, we, we just started, we just opened this program up at the beginning of 2017, and it's uh, July now. We've probably worked with eight or nine students this year. We, we don't work with any more than two per month. By far, the biggest pattern among these students. We work with men, with women, with teenagers, with players in their 70s, everything in between from 3.0, relatively beginner players on up to strong four or five, you know, kind of almost 5.0 level players, everything in between. And by far, for me, as the kind of the lead coach, the, the most consistent pattern among all of these different players, all different levels, all different amounts of athleticism and coordination is that their body either does nothing during their forehand or it turns after contact. And so when watching in slow motion from the side, you see their body still facing the camera at contact right? with some players even after contact. And so the only body part that really moved through the ball was the arm and was the hand. And so the arm is doing all the work. And this has been really consistent across most of our students. Some of them, it's been uh, kind of more of uh, a bigger problem than others, but it's been pretty universal. And so, uh, Vinny, what you're describing is probably what's happening to you because in my experience across all different levels of play, it's a very, very common mistake. It leads to weak forehands and it, it leads to injury. It leads to your body getting tired very quickly because you're relying on relatively small muscle groups to try to create acceleration. So, the correct usage of your body is referred to as the kinetic chain. And what the kinetic chain is, is simply the sequence in which your body moves. And it's vital that your body moves in the correct sequence so that energy can flow through your body efficiently and powerfully without fatiguing. And so you can deliver as much energy as possible through the ball with the least amount of physical effort. So when done absolutely uh perfectly, you want to initiate from the ground, meaning your legs, and then we we want energy to flow up through the body, out the arm, and into the racket. So ideally, we, we want energy to flow up through the legs to the hips. Hips start to rotate. Hips lead the body and the core forwards, which leads the arm and, and shoulder forwards. And then ideally, the arm, hand, and racket should kind of 
lag behind a little bit as all this kind of ripple of energy flows up through the body. And then the last, the last parts that should be activated, the last parts that should be, um, that effort should be flowing through is the arm, the hand, the wrist, and finally through the racket head. And so if you're using predominantly arm, you're going in exactly the wrong order. You're relying on very small muscle groups and you're not um, utilizing the big ones to flow energy through your body so that your small ones don't have to work so hard. So this powerful loading of the body, lagging of the small muscle groups, and then releasing of energy that has flowed all the way through the body, it's called the kinetic chain. And this is what you should be doing, Vinny, and everybody else listening, instead of hitting at the ball with your, with your arm. I mean, hitting, really, I just, that, that word I view as just kind of hinging the arm back and then hinging it forwards. And that's not what high-level players do. High-level players are utilizing their entire body in a smooth, powerful, efficient way. There's a huge fundamental dif- difference in the amount of energy that can be delivered and transferred into the ball between those two different ways of hitting. So um, the best way to really understand this is is to view it visually. And so I, I highly recommend you go to YouTube and you just do a, a search for essential tennis forehand power. Four words, essential tennis forehand power. I'm looking at that search right now, and right now the the first four, as of right now, the the first four lessons that pop up, all of them do a really nice job of explaining the kinetic chain. Uh, Two of them are working with private students. The other two are more kind of tutorial style, where it's, it's... Ira and Kirby and myself are kind of presenting different drills. Uh, the other two are, are, were recorded live of us working with students and, and kind of guiding them in real life through learning how to use the body correctly. So I strongly recommend, if, if this is a, a kind of a focus topic for you, watch all four of those videos. They'll be hugely helpful to you. And several of them have uh, resources that you can download, action plans that you can follow at home. And if you follow those, you understand the visuals, you understand the concepts, and you do the practice, then you will see more effortless power and more power in general on your forehand side. I absolutely, absolutely guarantee that if you put in the work. And the last thing I'll say before we move on to uh, reason number three is pay close attention to efficiency. The way that you tell that you're doing this correctly is by getting easy power, efficient power. And with all the students we've worked with where this has been a focus point on their forehand side, they have started to hit bigger forehands than they were when they started with a fraction of the effort when they started moving their body correctly. And so, Vinny, to answer your question, this is probably the biggest reason why the pros are able to hit so big without getting fatigued, without their body, without their arm, you know, falling off, is they use their whole body really efficiently. And so there's no one part of their body that gets overworked because all of it is working together in harmony. And so the whole body is delivering power, is delivering force and acceleration, not just one small part. So this is really the, the biggest one is, is reason number two, uh, using the body in the correct order efficiently and powerfully. And reason number three, why the pros are able to hit such big 
forehands is due to exceptional physical training. The body needs to move correctly. We need to use the correct parts of the body to dominate the swing and uh, leave the small parts of the body to just be, play more of a supporting role instead of a primary role when it comes to acceleration. But on top of that, professional players these days are finely tuned athletic machines. I mean, they, the, you cannot anymore get away with just hitting a lot. Not as a professional player. As an amateur athlete, um, it's a good start to first learn how to use your body correctly and then start hitting a lot of balls with high intensity and good mechanics over and over and over again. That'll start to train your body. It's, it's a good starting point. But to be honest, if that's all you do, then you're leaving a lot of results on the table. And also, to, to be totally honest with you, uh, it's a good way to lead to injury as well and overuse uh, injuries in particular, especially if your mechanics aren't as good as they could be. So for professional players, just hitting stopped being good enough back in the 1990s. And, and now, you know, tennis, top level tennis athletes are some of the best uh, conditioned athletes in the world. You really can't get away with, with anything other than that. The top players set the bar so high, uh, just have a full entourage now of nutritionists and trainers and, and physios and just every possible sports uh, athletic uh, discipline, they've got somebody in their team so that their body can be as finely tuned as possible. And so now weight training is pretty standard part of training for professional tennis players. High intensity interval training is standard for professional tennis players. And recovery uh, to keep the body resilient and healthy is standard. Uh, things like massage therapy, ice baths, even crazy stuff like uh, hyperbolic chambers, uh, Novak Djokovic kind of famously uses a hyperbolic chamber, which is essentially just a, a high pressure uh, chamber, which is supposed to help the body uh, recover. All, all just all kinds of different recovery op, uh, recovery methods and uh, uh, practices like that are pretty commonplace now among professional players. For us amateur athletes. We should utilize those too. If we take our performance seriously, we take our health seriously, we take our longevity seriously, and you want to perform at your best and be the most powerful version of yourself you can be, then absolutely take advantage of those things. Uh, if you're interested in, in a program to follow, we have a, a digital coaching program called Complete Tennis Fitness. That's really very comprehensive, step-by-step program to follow that you can do at home uh, to train your body. Uh, you can check that out by going to EssentialTennis.com, clicking on Courses, and then click on the More Information button for Complete Tennis Fitness. So there you have it, Vinny. The three top reasons why pros are able to hit so big without getting tired. I mean, they get tired, but not you know, not like amateur athletes do with poor mechanics and poor training, is they use the correct parts of their body, they use them in the correct order, and they have exceptional physical training. So if you want to hit your forehands more like the pros, you need to emulate them. And uh, hopefully the resources that I've uh, given today are a huge help. Hopefully the, the description that I've gone through in, in this episode has been a big help. Thank you so much for listening. If you appreciate this show, if it's been helpful to you, do me a favor and tell somebody else about it. Teammates, uh, a coach, a member at your club, a hitting partner, doubles partner, 
whoever, anybody else who really takes their tennis game seriously and wants to improve, do me a favor, tell them about the Essential Tennis Podcast. I really appreciate that. I appreciate your support. Thank you for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube where we are the number one resource in the world providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis.